Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. I think co-working spaces have become so huge because people are realizing that that they're isolated and that they don't want to be. I have people walk in here almost on a daily basis and say, I have to get out of my house. You know, I need to be around other people where there's a good energy yeah. and I can just talk with people and network and, and not feel alone. My name is Esprit Devora host of The Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create The Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. I call it actionable empowerment. Every single episode, you'll hear the story of a fantastic woman in tech, from engineers to founders to investors to journalists to designers, all sorts of different females in tech who have thrived. I want to share their stories with you so that you can know what resources, mentors, and life situations they accessed in order to get to where they are today. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Women in Tech podcast here in Austin, Texas, celebrating women in tech around the world. We have been doing these interviews, as you've heard, at this amazing place called Impact Hub. It's this co-working space that has this incredible community energy. I love hanging out on the hammock outside or swinging on the swing while there's productivity happening inside and connection and collaboration. And I'd like to welcome Kristen, who runs Impact Hub. And we're going to have a full discussion on community. She actually has a background that is not in tech, but all about community building, like how I feel so passionate about community building as I've done for the action sports industry and now the tech industry. So we're going to get into that and then how it evolved into her running a very significant place for tech here in Austin. Hi, Kristen. Hi. How was that? Me. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yeah. My name's Kristen Gerhard. And I work here at the Impact Hub in Austin, Texas, and there are Impact Hubs all over the globe, and um, we're lucky to have one in Austin. Um, they're unique in co-working and event spaces, and I focus on the co-working side of what is also known as the VUCA Collective, um, and I am pretty focused on managing just our community here. So whether that's people who are members that are coming in and out each day and working and networking and doing their thing or people that are um, coming in for events or that are um, just coming in to check us out. And right. I, I, so I get to meet a lot of people, which I love and is awesome. I love getting to talk to people and find out about what what inspires them and what they're looking for and how we can help them and if if I learn something about them and I'm like oh you should meet this person <laughs> over here come over here you know, I have no qualms like introducing people to each other and then it's like one of the things that lights me up when when people meet each other and they're like oh what you do this and I'm like great carry on walk away and um Impact Up also has a sustainability accelerator or or so we have an accelerator. 
in the fall and in the spring. Um, in the fall, we had one that was focused on affordable housing, which because that's a really big issue in Austin. And this past spring, we had one focused on workforce development. And that um, both of those accelerators, people apply to be a part of it, um, whether it's nonprofits or for profits. Um, there was it's quite diverse, the kind of people that end up being a part of those accelerators. And then at the end of that time of them working together and um, inspiring each other, going through a whole array of learning new tools and skills and applying that to whatever it is that they're focused on. At the end of that, there's a big um, community showcase and they all get to practice presenting and pitching um, what they're working on and looking for investors. So, And just so there's a little clarity, because I know that I wasn't clear about this in the beginning, what's the difference between Impact Hub and, and VUCA Collective and how are they yeah. related? So this space started out as VUCA, which means to means basically wake up. It's a Zulu word. Um, and Brian Schoenbaum, the owner who um, had that vision, he's a friend of mine for a long time. And um, I remember when he started having the vision of it and he like drove by this warehouse in this neighborhood and looked at it and was just like had this vision for a community space um, where particularly creative people could come together and network and and create. And um, he opened it up as an event space and a co-working space and a community building space. And I remember coming and coming to these art nights and they'd have paper everywhere and art supplies and coming to like improv nights. And that totally helped me um, be more comfortable with just speaking and not thinking so much about what I was going right. to say. You know, like it actually it was amazing to see how improv um, helped me. Um, and I did that here at VUCA. And so Eventually, after a year or two, Brian found out about Impact Hub, like somebody told him about this thing called Impact Hub. And so he learned more about it and decided that it was a really good fit um, for what for his vision. Right. And so he applied and went through the whole process to become an Impact Hub. And so expanded over the whole warehouse building and it sort of split into a few different um, pillars of the VUCA collective right now. So we have um, Impact Hub co-working space on one side. We have Gather Venues on the other side. And we also have Wake Up, which is programming. <laughs> uh, when did you discover Impact Hub? Um, so last year, I had a very different job. I was working with um, a wilderness school outside of Austin. I have a, my past 10 years of my life has been very focused on working with families and alternative schools and programs with kids and parents. Um, and after another summer camp <laughs> uh, in Austin heat in August, I was like, you know what, I need a break from this. And I was talking to my dear friend, Ryan Jordan, who also is a big part of this uh, space. By the way, just in case, mm -hmm. Austin heat, yesterday was like 118 or something? I thought it, I don't know if it was that hot. It, it could have been. You never, I know it was 118 I know it was a couple at least days 109. ago. It was pretty hot. So we're talking about over the 100. Just yeah, in yeah. case you're not sure on the hot meter right. if she's talking about, you know, 80 degrees or like or like you're dying in heat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, like yeah. last year summer camps, children having 
meltdowns because yeah. it was so hot. Yeah. Um, and Ryan was like, we're looking for a, a community builder um, at Impact Hub. And I was like, yes, I'm in. Let's do this. So that You was, have AC, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, that was last September. And um, it's been an interesting transition to go from working with children and families and very focused in the outdoors to working in a space where everybody's on their computers and I'm inside. And, you know, at first it was kind of this shocking thing. And I was like, how do I build community in this yeah. space? It's so interesting. And um, so it's been an interesting challenge, <laughs> an interesting change. So, yeah, let's talk about community building, about the topic itself, itself. Let's have it in a way where people could walk away understanding how they, too, can build community where they are. So what were some of the early lessons you discovered about building community in a really effective way? Just in general? Like yeah. In my life. Yeah. And when did you discover those? Um, I have done work with schools and nonprofits and small businesses and for me, the the number one thing that I've learned is being present with people. So it's very much about um, taking the time to listen to them and see who they are and just be open and right. curious about yeah. people. Um, that's really, like, the most important thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I just authentically am very curious about people. Um, and it's... It can, can be a problem sometimes when I need to get other work done. I just want to, like, talk to people all the time. <laughs> um, but that was definitely, I would say that's the most important thing that I've learned. And when years. did you learn that? Um, I feel like it's been a lifetime of learning that, honestly. Yeah. Um, I ran a bookstore. I worked in a nonprofit and put on events and worked with youth from around the world and I helped open a small school in Austin. Um, I don't know. I've just had been in a lot of different kinds of spaces right. and um, I feel like people are always looking for the same thing. They're looking for connection. They're looking for a sense of belonging um, and to, to be seen and heard. Yeah. I love that you say people are looking for a sense of connection and belonging because I think this is something that's really interesting about the tech industry where we promote that we're a very connective space because we're so supposedly digitally connected. Mm -hmm. However, the content that we create online makes us feel more isolated because it constantly triggers like, oh, that person has everything figured out and I don't have everything figured out, but right. I can't let everybody see that I don't have anything figured right. out because I won't raise money, because I won't attract a team, because I won't be be the the leader for my business to attract the customers. Mm -hmm. So I have to look like I have everything figured out too. Right, right. Um, it's something that I've that it's that I've struggled with um, in this in our modern day. Yeah, you know, is on our computers so much. And I feel like here at Impact Hub, I think that we're trying to find that balance of, okay, this is this amazing tool called the yeah. internet yeah, yeah. <laughs> that um, connects us globally. Like, wow, what an incredible yeah. connecting tool. And totally. yet at the same time, it can cause us to be incredibly isolated. Like in our, especially if, if the work that we're doing is on our computer all the time and we're in our home or maybe we're in a coffee shop and we interact with somebody, yes. you know, making us coffee. Totally. But I think co-working spaces have become so huge because people 
or realizing that that they're isolated and that they don't want to be. And I yeah. mean, I have people walk in here almost on a daily basis and say, I have to get out of my house. You know, I need to be around other people that yeah. are that have where there's a good energy. Yeah. and I can just talk with people and network and, and not feel alone. So how do you move from being a digital connection here at Impact Hub to an offline relationship? Uh, me personally? Yeah. Like, the, like, what do you do? I know you, you mentioned you have a, uh, you mentioned offline that you have a Slack group where you can mm-hmm. touch base with people. Yeah, yeah. What are some of the tactics you do to get people to know one another? Um, we do have a Slack channel and that is helpful. Although I find, you know, we have a Slack channel, we have Facebook, we have, we have all the social media all things. The things. But I do find that people are just bombarded. Yeah. You know, we just, There's so much all the time, all the online marketing, all the things, um, all the emails and that people are are kind of um, constantly filtering it out, like trying to focus on only what they really have to focus on. Because our brains just get overstimulated, overwhelmed. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. (laughs) People are like, so, um, so I'm finding that kind of some of the old school tactics of like just making flyers and having them around the space and yeah. creating um, events in the space that bring people physically together. Like yeah. we'd, we'd been doing some um, little like stretch breaks where I would go around and I'd, I'd tell people like, hey, we're going to be out in the backyard yeah. taking a quick like, you know, taking some breath, stretching our bodies a little bit. And we'd get, you know, a little circle of Do like, people join you? Did yeah, they come they, out? They would, but I. it was not easy. It took some time to, like, build that to get people yeah. to come out because when people are on their computers, it's easier to just stay on their computer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, I yeah. say they. I mean, me too. Like, like when we're on and, we, right. and there's this constant drive of, like, got to get this done, got to get – it's, like, never ending, right? And yeah. so we need each other to pull each other out, and that's what I – learned that I had to do like I kind of felt like I was being annoying but people told me like no it's good like it's good like like come and sometimes people would like be like yes I'm coming and they'd come and sometimes they'd be like oh I can't I have to get on a call or not today or something that's fine like it's like you know if if we're just choosing to step out and and connect in person with each other a little bit yeah that's great you know yeah you know um I did that in a form, too, with We Are LA Tech back in Los Angeles. However, I call it like a brain hack. Uh Like I say, so I do um, offline experiences, um, like let's say drone flying, right? Um, And if you told uh, at least an LA Tech entrepreneur want to go drone flying, they'd say, no, I can't. I have to, you know, work, whatever. If you said, want to go drone flying with a bunch of other LA Tech professionals where you'll make relationships that will potentially lead to business, they'll be like, well, I guess I can. Right, right. And so it was this hack to get people to play Mm -hmm. in our culture. And so I wonder if you're like, hey, want to breathe outside and also share, like, how you can help one another? (laughs) Like, I wonder if that would, like, oh, well, okay. Right. That's a great idea. In fact, we are – um, in the process of building out a new classroom space, which yeah. we're super nice. excited about. Yeah. Um, and I've been in connection with some other impact hubs. Like um, every other week I've been getting on a, a call um, with some folks in Boulder and some folks in Costa Rica and just sharing ideas and yeah. um, getting some of hearing some of the things that they're doing is so awesome, which, you know, technology 
so amazing. Like here I am talking to people that aren't even in Austin. Like so amazing. Because sometimes it's easy to get down on like the technology that we have, right? Like it's like too crazy. But I mean, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for not just the Women in Tech podcast, but how did I find Impact Hub via, you know, SpyCloud? How did I find SpyCloud? I think, who knows, via Twitter or Facebook. You know what Mm -hmm. it's? Right. Yeah. Yeah. In that way, it's rad. It's We're connector. having this offline connection right. because, which I love. I just right. don't like when it stays online, right? Or in a false way, right? Um, so, so we're about to start building out our programming more, and we're going to have things more lunch and learns and um, kind of little groups where we're getting people together with some similar interests yeah. and doing these kind of productivity groups. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to delve more into that and try it out. And then we'll have to talk in a year and see how it. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I love that you're going. experimenting. And I think that's yeah. so important. Experiment. Yeah. yeah. Well, in co-working, it's, this is such a new thing, really. Yeah. I mean, you know, like the way that we're living now and people aren't so much more and more people aren't working for big companies. Yeah. I mean, that still exists, but more and more there's people that are in these small solo company or there's just right. two or three people and everybody's kind of wearing different hats and, yeah. and you don't have like HR and you don't, ha- you know, like yeah. if you don't, ha- it's like, um, I was talking to a finance guy yesterday and he was telling me how he was wanting to try to, to connect more with people that are in co-working spaces because yeah. um, he wants to help them get some of the tools to make long-term financial planning um, the same as as a larger company yeah. kind of thing. So I thought that was cool. So he's going to come do a lunch and learn. That's awesome. Yeah. And you have um, a Fresh Books event coming up, I think, tomorrow. We do. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. that's cool. Yeah, I love that you're constantly like bringing in the community and yeah. finding different that's ways. That's definitely yeah. another piece of it. it. And and what's cool about having an event space as part of our your event space is space, really beautiful. It's pretty cool. Brian, yeah. like the feel of the space for him was incredibly important because yeah. you know the way that you feel in a space is going to affect how you feel about yourself, how you whether you feel open to connecting with other people or not. Completely. And so, um, yeah, I really love the space here. Uh, I know you have to get back to running the community. I do. <laughs> oh, literally right now. I thought I had one more minute. We have, do we have okay, a minute? Um, so where can people connect with you online? Um, you can come to Impact Hub Austin online, and we have um, two different locations, one in South Austin and one in North Austin. Um and we'd love to have anybody come and, and have a free work day and try it out. Or check out your Impact Hub um, in your city. I mean, there's like a bunch of cities around How the many US. cities approximately? Um, several hundred for sure around the world. Around yeah. the world. And it's actually bigger even in Europe. In North America, it's like starting to pick up and right. grow. And we're starting to connect more in North America. But it actually impact the first one. It started in... Um, in Austria. So nice. Yeah. I didn't know that's a whole nother conversation yeah, that yeah. we could have. <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging out with the Women in Tech podcast yeah. and for making it possible to celebrate all the women here in this amazing phone booth that you <laughs> provided. There's this incredible conference room they have like outside that I think was ridiculously cool because I love nature, but I chose the phone booth because of the audio quality. <laughs> so I'm making everybody get in close quarters with me. <laughs> um, I will see you guys, talk to you guys. Here you guys on the next episode remember you can say hello at women in tech show on social on twitter on instagram on facebook and to connect with more incredible women in tech around the world go to the women in tech 
Facebook group at womenintechvip.com takes you straight there, womenintechvip.com. Bye. This is Kristen Gerhard. I'm here at Impact Hub Austin. I'm the community manager at our South location. We are a space that provides co-working for people that need a home to work in, to network in, to be creative and do awesome things based in Austin, Texas. And you're listening to Women in Tech. Impact Hub here in Austin, Texas has been our home. We want to give a huge thanks to making it possible for us to comfortably meet and interview several inspiring women in tech. They have the most collaborative workspace, incredible events, beautiful design, a hammock in their backyard. What? It's an incredible space. You have to check it out if you're in Austin. Thank you so much for being a part of the Women in Tech journey. Be sure to go to impacthubaustin.com to get your free day of co-working. I want to give a huge thanks to the team at SpyCloud. SpyCloud protects your employee and customer information from breaches and account takeovers. Try SpyCloud's early warning breach detection platform. SpyCloud made it possible for us to meet with several women in tech here in Austin, Texas, and I am so thankful that they have been part of the Women in Tech podcast journey. Get protected today by going to spycloud.com. That's S-P-Y-C-L-O-U-D.com. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.